Hey, uh, King, uh, welcome to Anchor. <coughs> I wanted to make that official anyway. So uh, I hope that uh, you're going to enjoy it. There is a lot of community community um, engagement, like call-ins, shout-outs, applauses, applauds? Anyway, uh, applauses, uh, whatever. Cla um, claps the same. Uh, shout-outs, um, uh it's really, really cool. Now, I did a podcast, which I don't know, <laughs> I did it for the visually impaired, but you might still get something out of it if you go to my uh, episodes. Whoops, it's not up there yet. If you go to my recent uh, episode, I mean, uh, segments, you'll be able to find it. Anyway, I hope you enjoy, and I hope you enjoy Anchor. Oh, there's echoing stations, too, so feel free to echo anything of mine if you want. And... That's the one thing I forgot to tell you. Call-ins are timed. They're a minute. Now, um, if I would have had the phone up to my ear, I would have heard a ding, 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 and then the ding gets a little bit faster until the phone vibrates and it stops. Uh, if you're in a Bluetooth headset, I'm not sure if it dings. If you're in a wired headset, I'm not sure if it dings. I will have to play with that at some point, uh, if I can find my wired headset with a mic. So, oh, there's also echoing, uh, by the way. Uh, you can feel free to echo stuff of mine. You can leave a comment as well, which I think goes on your station. Uh, yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to uh, ask, and I will try and answer them. You're going to love it. Oh, how nice. I get a call in from Sarah Alawami, one of my favorite people in the entire world. Uh, a crazy uh, Vegas person, but aren't all people from Vegas crazy? I don't know, but I've known Sarah for years uh, uh, over the over another chat group, and uh, absolutely just, a, just an extremely awesome person thank you so much for calling sarah and uh I, I i like hearing your voice it's nice to hear it again all right thank you hey uh king uh welcome to anchor <coughs> i wanted to make that official anyway so uh, i hope that uh, you're gonna enjoy it there is a lot of community community um engagement like call-ins shout outs applauses applauds anyway uh, applauses, uh, whatever, Cla um, claps the same, uh, shout-outs, um, uh, it's really, really cool. Now, I did a podcast, which I don't know, <laughs> I did it for the visually impaired, but you might still get something out of it if you go to my uh, episodes. Whoops, it's not up there yet. If you go to my recent uh, episode, I mean, uh, segments, you'll be able to find it. Anyway. I hope you enjoy, and I hope you enjoy Anchor. Oh, there's echoing stations, too, so feel free to echo anything of mine if you want. And... Okay, here's my McDonald's story. I'm down in Chicago, and I'm between loads, so i got a couple hours. This is before the iPhone, and you had to have Wi-Fi to get your email and all that. So I boogied over to the McDonald's over in... Uh, off the 41, just south of the Interstate 30, or uh, uh, sorry, Lincoln Highway, US 30, over in Chicago Heights. I think it's still Chicago Heights. Might be Indiana. No, it's actually Indiana. That doesn't matter. Anyway, 
So I pull up into the parking lot. It's like one in the morning. And all of a sudden, you know, the place is packed. It's full of kids. It's a very ethnic area, I guess. You know, it's I didn't think anything of it. People, people are the same everywhere. So anyway, I'm sitting there getting my email and uh, downloading. And all of a sudden, like six cop cars pull into the place. And I thought, holy shit, there's something going on at the McDonald's. What's going on here? And then they surrounded my car. And I thought, oh, my God. You know, because I was parked by the entrance. I thought, oh, wow, there's something going in inside that's crazy. And then the cops all surrounded my car. They surrounded my car. So I was like, I was like, holy crap. You know, and they're like, I had the window cracked open a little bit. They're like, roll down the window. So I yelled out the window. It's a crank window. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. It's a crank window. Because these guys are like in their 20s, you know. They don't know what a crank window is. They think everything is a push button thing. And I didn't want to get shot having them think I was reaching for something. So, you know, I, I reached my hand out the window like they said. And I dropped the the iPod, the iPod Touch. I just dropped it on the ground. And then they're like, slowly get out of the vehicle. You know, there's like 10 cops, right, with six cop cars. And they all got me surrounded. And I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell's going on here? So, you know, I'm like, hey, what's going on? They're like, what are you doing? And I said, get my email. And he goes, what are you, what are you doing it here for? And I said, because they advertise free Wi-Fi on the TV. And he goes, oh, really? And I go, yeah, really. I'm really just getting my email, dude. Can you put the guns away? Well, you know, then I had to go check out the card. He goes, well, why didn't you buy any food here? And I said, well, I just read Fast Food Nation, and I just really don't, I really don't have an appetite for this. And he goes, what? And I go, look. And I, I had my hands in the air, and I kind of pointed down with my finger. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Fast Food Nation, man. It's right there in the back seat. It literally was on the back seat. I had just finished the book. And he looks in the back seat, and he's like, oh, Okay. I said, you don't bring your kids here, do you? And he goes, uh, no. I said, okay, cool. And then, uh, you know, so I said, w what's going on, man? W you know, why are you guys coming out in force? And he's like, oh, we thought you were going to rob the McDonald's. And I said, well, now that we realize that I'm not going to rob the McDonald's, can we, can we put the guns away? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they start to put the guns away. And I said, well, what made you guys think I was going to rob the McDonald's, man? Well, you parked here and you look kind of says, no, I don't look suspicious. You know, I, I, I'm not going to rob the McDonald's. And I said, do I look like the kind of guy that would rob a McDonald's a block away from a donut shop? And then I, I didn't say that to be snarky or, you know, whatever. I just, you know, out of nervousness, I said that. And then I re, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just said that. And then the, the guy, they looked at me funny and the guns kind of started to creep. I said, no, no, no. I was like. I said, I didn't mean that. I said, I would never mess with people that all get their hair cut at the same place. And then I was like, oh, shit, I did it again. God damn it. You know, because it was like, oh, why did I do that for? Oh, my God. You know, because when you're nervous, you know, you just say stupid things. And, you know, when you got 10 people with guns pointed at you, it's kind of hard not to, to whatever. You know, and I said, uh, he, and then he said something silly. He goes, well, if you weren't doing anything wrong, how can you drop the iPhone out the window like that? I said, because I had something in my hand. I didn't want you guys to think it was something else. And I didn't want to get shot, you know, for an iPhone in my hand. And this is in Chicago, keep in mind. And I grew up in Los Angeles. And he goes, oh, okay. I said, yeah. I said, I know you guys probably keep points and whatever. And 
I thought you might get extra points for shooting me because I'm from Los Angeles originally. And, uh, you know, I thought that was actually pretty funny in a morbid kind of way. But you know what? That didn't go over well either. Is, is not this Bernie's mashup just like one of the best? I mean, that it's wow. This one's taking a lot of work. And it shows. Very, very awesome. Okay. Then we got gas. Then we get to go to McDonald's. Get something for the wife. She likes that cafe mocha garbage. So anyway, new bid starts next week. New bid. I had a great long thing, and then the phone rang, and it erased everything I just said, which I, I will tell you right now, and I will be honest. It was life-changing. Everything I said was life-changing. I mean, it was inspirational. It would have been motivating. It could have changed lives. But yet, you know, the phone rang, and so it all got erased. Oh, the greatest things in history. So anyway, new bid, Friday, 7 o'clock, go to California, and back to Chicago, then Denver, then back to Chicago, and then I'm off. How much time off will I get? Depends on how fast I can do the run. If I can do the run fast enough, then I'll get like three days off. Or excuse me, a day, day and a half off. If I get stuck out on the road, maybe I won't get any days off. But it will make a lot of money. So that's a new bid. All right, now I'm at McDonald's. I'm going to go get in line, and I'm going to tell you a funny McDonald's story. Well, it wasn't funny at the time. Oh, this sucks. I'm working the night shift. Now I can't sleep. I got jury duty in a couple hours. Now I can't go to sleep, which means I want to be tired all day. What a burn. What a burn. Anyway, uh, I don't know how to add uh, a links in the message itself. So in the comments, I'm going to add a link to something. And it's one of my one of the midlife crisis cards. If y'all want to check it out, it's a, a, a it's a short little video on you on Facebook, and it's on the uh, big trucks and hot rods uh, Facebook page, which I moderate. It's just mostly it's about trucking junk, mostly screw ups and things like that. So if you want to check it out, go for it. All right, thanks. Oh, and let me tell tell me what you think. My uh, 10-year-old nephew did most of the camera work. I held it when it was close to the ground, but I used a GoPro on a karmic grip. That's how I was able to keep things so smooth. And uh, Evan did a... I thought he did a pretty good job. Anyway, we had a lot of fun. Uh, on the Facebook, we're up to 6,500 views, so uh, I guess a lot of people liked it. It was just a lot of fun. Hey, Kingfish, it's your girl, Miss Eileen. Wanted to call in and say thanks so much for echoing and sharing my segments yesterday. Or actually, I think that happened early this morning. Either way, I appreciate you. And I was recording a video and you have a little bit of a cameo in that video because you were on my notifications page. So thanks again and I'll holler at you later. Have a wonderful day. Peace. Oh, thanks, Eileen, for the shout-out. I really did enjoy that interview. You know, you come across very clear, and, and the way you... I wish I could talk that clearly. You know, you were very precise, and it was just... It was really enjoyable. In fact, <laughs> I listened to it twice. I found it so good. And, uh, you know, 
that was just amazing. So thank you so much. And thank you for the shout out. I really do appreciate it. Um, look at that video. I made a video, but I don't know how to post it in the thing. So I just put a link to the comments. It's a, it's in a group I run on the Facebook and it's just nothing really. There's not many people in it, but mostly just truck, stupid things truckers do and hot rods. And, uh, there's a link to that in the Facebook thing. So if you want to go check it out, check it out. Tell me what you think. All right. I hope you have a great morning. I gotta, I can't sleep. So oh, I got Terry duty in a couple of hours. I don't want to, this sucks. All right. I might as well take a shower and go out to breakfast. I hope you have a beautiful day. You know, how could you not have a wonderful day when you start off listening to a voice like that? Eileen, that is a good way to start the day. You have a pretty voice. I hope you have a wonderful day yourself. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Top 100. What can I say? Watch me roar. Heading into the pack. Top 100. Top 10, look out. Here I come. Actually, I don't know why anybody would want to listen to me ramble, but... The trucking stuff I can understand, though, because... It's something that most people don't do, and it's very unusual. But uh, just the other rambling, I don't see why. So anyway, top 100. By the way, I'm at jury duty. I'm on a panel. They just sent me to lunch. They haven't picked me yet. I'm still in the process of picking people. This one might go on for a few days. Apparently it's a murder case. Oh, God, I hope they don't pick me. Uh, but if... Uh, you know, if they do, that's just the way it is. But I don't know if I want to hear the gruesome details. It's not my thing. But, you know, it's just the way it is. But I'm in downtown Milwaukee. I got an hour and a half for lunch. Public library is across the street. Can't think of any place nicer than a public library. They said we can go over here. So that's where I'm going to go the public library. So, anyway, top 100. And I'm still in jury duty. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. And I will talk to you all later. Okay, here we go. We're recording again. Walked over to the public library. It's the Milwaukee County Public Library. Oh my god, it's beautiful in there. Ugh. Absolutely stunning. They just redid the whole place. It's, it's huge. It's beautiful. It's just amazing. So... <laughs> That actually just really, really made my day. I've been wanting to do this trip for a while, but I just never took the time to come down here since I'm stuck here anyway. Now I gotta, I gotta be back at the court by 1:30, so I figure I might as well, uh, you know, I gotta go through the the detectors and all that stuff, empty out all my pockets, take off my belt. They said I'll make you take off your shoes. I make you pull up your pants, so. So they can see your ankles, which I must say I'm really proud of my ankles. So it's really nice that they do that because I really like to show my ankles off. And uh, you know I've worked really hard on my ankles. So that's you know that's one thing I'm pretty excited about: showing my ankles to the criminal element of Milwaukee. Actually, it's not that bad. The courthouse here is absolutely stunning. I love the courthouse, but that's all I got. So. Well, 
Tree duties all over. I forget the last thing I said. I was so tired when I was done. I'm not used to being up at those hours. I usually run the night shift for the nights. I run the nights. Everything you have, everything that's in your house, everything that you own is possible because people like me run the night and deliver the freight. That's what we do. So, anyway, that's what I had to do all day. Sit there and listen to a bunch of BS. But it was strange. I didn't get not I did not get picked for a duty or a jury. I think what it was is I had no difficulties, no issues, no problems. So, you know, they didn't know what to expect from me, so I was not picked. The people they picked were like like one guy is like his son had like killed somebody like killed his aunt, so there was family issues. And the guy was like had been shot and it was like, Jesus Christ, you know. Yeah, the, the people that they picked for the jury were like, you know, quite a few of them seemed like they should be on trial themselves. It was kind of disturbing, actually. And then, you know, the defense attorney comes up and she goes, do you think you can, you know, be, you know, be fair and reasonable? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And she goes, knowing that, you know, this guy had walked up to a car and opened up fire and an automatic rifle and then when he was done shooting, you know, reloaded and shot into the car again, killing two people, and, you know, do you think you could be fair and, and reasonable and, you know, come up with a, you know, defense, you know, you know self-defense, I don't think it's self-defense, what the fuck, she just said he fucking walked up to a parked car and unloaded, that's not self-defense, that's being a fucking asshole, you know, that's more evil, but... I don't know, to be honest with you, I, I must admit I'm a little confused about the whole process. You know, what they're looking for and what they don't. It seemed to me like she was admitting he was guilty right from, right there at the jury selection. But, you know, what do I know? You know, oh, and another guy they picked was like 90 years old and had to pee like every 20 minutes. And I just thought, really? Why would you pick the 90-year-old dude? You know, it's really weird because I did not want to get picked. But after seeing the people that did get picked, I was like, you know, I was kind of pissed, actually, that I didn't get picked. Which, but, but that's a stupid way to feel, because I didn't want to get picked to begin with. So, anyway, that trial's going to go on for a week or two. Whereas, I'm done. I'm going home. And then my son picked me up. More on that in a moment. So, I sat there, and I, I took the bus down there, so I called my kid. He works not too far from the courthouse. He was on, I called him before I went home, and I said, hey, can you pick me up? So he picked me up, and then we went down to the public, Milwaukee Public Market, and had dinner, and you know, he just got out of the Marines, so he's all tight. So, we're in the public market, and he's like, uh, so this is where all the hippies come to die? And I split. Yeah, how the hell did they afford to eat like this? Because the public market's a little expensive, but it's kind of it's kind of hipster. It's kind of cool. I like the place, but it's not something I go to all the time. So we sat down at the Mexican place. And we had a couple of couple of burritos, and we walked around. And we got over by the you know the bakery, and I got a 
was a big piece of carrot cake for the, for the wife and a couple of cookies, giant cookies. And then he got something for his wife. I forget what it was. I bought it. It was like, you know, for the, for the things for the ride. And, uh, you know, they just walked around and just BS for a little bit and had a good time. Uh, sadly, with our work schedules, we don't get to do that very often. As most, you know, people, you know, that you care about, you don't get to do that with that kind of stuff. So that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. I even enjoyed it more when I got home and I was able to relax. But, oh, my God, was I tired. Oh, sorry about that. I'm just going to leave it in. I don't even care. So, yeah, I was pretty tired. Now I'm going to try to go back to sleep. My whole sleep schedule screwed up. So, now I'm released from jury duty. I do not have to go back. Now i got to call tomorrow and see if I can get released till Friday so I can just do my run. Things work out. I'll be leaving out Friday for San Bernardino. We'll have to see what happens. Alright. Ooh. Oh, it looks like we dropped into the top 500. Ooh, look out. Now we're back into the one top 100. Ooh. How exciting. <laughs> uh, I don't care. I mean, you care, but you don't care, you know. So, Anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Everybody that commented and all that. I truly hope you have a wonderful day. Oh, and for those who um, can hear those songs, the, the the heavy metal, that was Armored Saint. Armored Saint was a band I went to high school with. Um, they were like one or two grades ahead of me, so they don't know me, but they were, you know, they were from my high school, and they. Uh, well, you know, gotta love the bands that come out of your when you're in high school, right? So, tell me what you guys think of those guys. I mean, it's pretty good stuff. They're still touring. I saw them last year or earlier this year at a concert. There's a small venue, and oh, it was just amazing. Such a good time. Um, in fact, we were sitting at a table waiting for the concert to start. And these you know, these young metalheads are like, yeah, I saw him like 42 times. You know, I saw him 100 times. You know, stuff like that. And the guy looked at me and he goes, have you seen him before? And I go, yeah. And he goes, well, where did you see him at? And I go, uh, study hall. <laughs> and they're like, what? I said, yeah, the, a couple of those guys are in my study hall class. They're like a grade or two out of me. I said, uh, I said, I was in the, you know, like, two or three rows behind, behind, uh, the guitarist. I said, you know, <laughs> you should have seen their little mouths drop open. And they were kind of freaking out. And, you know, then they're like, oh, oh, we're, we're, and my brother, he, I took my brother with me because Stacy didn't want to go. And, uh, he's, he started laughing. And I go, what? And he goes, dude, you just busted a, that whole group up. He goes, yeah, they were, like, all freaking out. And with, like, three or four, you know, with that one little sentence, you know, you just shut down, you shut them all down, and now they're walking away with their heads down. And he and he goes, look. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, all that stuff he told them about, you know, growing up in South Pasadena and, you know, all that shit. He goes, they're on their phones Googling all that stuff right now to, to see if you're telling the truth. And I looked around, they were, and, and then they all came, oh, hey. You know, I was like, no, 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 I don't. I don't know these guys, you know, I mean, I've, I've met them at a party with them, but like I said, they don't remember me, 
because I was younger than they were. It was, uh, it was pretty hilarious. It was a good time. Oh my god, that was on. That was so so funny. All right, talk to y'all later. You know, earlier, I'm finding more and more of these stations to listen to. And, you know, right now I don't have any content worth really listening to, I don't think, because I'm not doing what I do. And, you know, my main thing is going to be the traveling across the U.S. and, you know, answering people's Like, if anybody has any questions on traveling across the U.S. or routes or, or especially during the winter, you know, things you might run across, by all means... By all means, ask. You know, give me a call, and I'll do my best. You know, to answer. If I don't answer for, uh, you know, a day or you know, like half a day or whatever, it's only because I'm maybe looking something up on a map or or just making sure I give you the right answer. Because I certainly, like everybody, you know, don't know everything. Even though sometimes I think I do. But uh, you know, one of the shows I've been listening to is the Networkers Quest, and this guy's got a very clear, precise voice and. You know, it's just, uh, it's worth a listen to, so uh, I'll play that call in right now. You guys will see what I'm talking about. Hey there, Kingfish. I wanted to send you a quick message to say thank you for listening to the Networker's Quest. We appreciate people coming over. I hope that you got value out of the content that we've created. If you ever have any questions, if you ever have any topics you like discussed, by all means, call that stuff in. It really helps us create new content for people. So once again, thank you for stopping by and taking a listen. Okay, my next call in. I'm doing all this right. I'll put this loop. It's from Sarah Alawami. Now, Sarah's someone that I know from another chat group, and she's just a phenomenal person. In fact, uh, Sarah's visually impaired, and she's very active in the visually impaired world. She's been totally uh, blind from birth. And I must admit, I've never known people that were visually impaired. You know, I don't think I've ever known anybody that was that way. And Sarah has been... How's the, how's the word I'm looking for? She's very educational about that community to me. And I have a whole new understanding of what it takes. Because that's a very... There's not just one thing about that. Because, you know, it was in this visually blind group and some of the nicest people I've ever met and it's you know I remember one time we got in a discussion on color Sarah was there she'll remember because I was describing my adventures as I went across the road and what it was is we got into a discussion on color and what does color mean and you know what is what does blue mean to me what does yellow mean to me versus somebody who's blind versus somebody who's slightly uh, uh, blind or, you know, because there's no one aspect of it being visually impaired. It, it goes across the gamut of all different things. There's people that were born blind. There's people that, you know, that lost their sight as they grew older. And it's just, you know, some of the things that we would talk about. And it's just some of the greatest people. I'm Some of the greatest people I ever met in any type of group thing was the visually impaired group. In fact, I was in that group for like a couple of weeks before I even knew anybody was visually impaired. You know, and they're like, ooh, you know, how did you not know? I said, well, y'all don't sound blind. You know, and they're like, well, you don't sound sighted. And I said, well, we'll go from there. But just the, you know, so if, if, if there's anybody out there that's visually impaired and knows somebody who's visually impaired, 
especially like a young person. Sarah's just fantastic when it comes to young people. I must admit, she's got a weird thing about pouring water. She likes to pour water all the time. And uh, now I'll get a, I'll probably get a call in with just a water flowing. But, you know, when you're driving a truck and you're going across country and all of a sudden you hear just water flowing like crazy and you're trying not to stop it. Sometimes it's a little rough. You have to just stop. But that's like a, it's like a, you know, it's, it's funny. Oh my God. But like I said, if you, you know, anybody that has, uh, those type of questions, uh, you know, visually impaired questions or things like that, Sarah's a wonderful resource and there isn't anything you can't ask her about it. She's not, you know, you can't blindside her with any, it doesn't matter what the question is. If it's an honest and true question. She will have absolutely no problem answering you in, uh, you know, in a very uh, straightforward way. Especially the young people. I highly recommend her. She's just an awesome person. All right, you. All right, that's it. I'm going to bed now. Hey, King. Good job reaching the top 100 that quickly. Wow. Holy Hannah. Uh, I think when I last checked the charts, I was at 57, <clears throat> but yeah, I was off for a week and uh, yeah, I was off for a week. Oh boy. Um, so yep, I am back doing my weekly uh, anchor streak of lots of tech. So uh, there we go. Anyway, I am going to be working in about 50 minutes. I wonder if I can pause a call in. Let's see. I am going to be working in about 55 minutes, so got to do that. Got to read a, a page. I have no idea what I gave my student three weeks ago, so we'll see what happens. Keep up the good work. Oh, nice to hear your voice, Marco. Marco is, when you hear the clip, Marco's uh, a broadcaster on the, on the side for the blind radio. I think it's blind radio network whatever whatever it is and I gotta tell you you know you listen to the cricket yeah it's kind of a sissy game but but uh, it's not like baseball but, um, I'm just teasing Martin and Marco but no the uh, I, you listen to the matches live and you know this guy does just an awesome just awesome recording when you listen to the matches live and I listened to a few last year and uh, I really didn't you know, know that much about cricket, but I got a lot of it explained to me, and I looked it up, and, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, listen, uh, uh, it, it's worth it just to hear Hamish Kush, uh, Kuss, one of the players, uh, Hamish, I can't remember his last name, this guy, oh my god, he was just going off, it was just, it, he, his cussing was such an art form, it was beautiful, it was just beautiful. And uh, Marco's commentary on the on the sport was just amazing. I really enjoyed it. And then there's blind table tennis, and uh, you know, which which you don't have to be blind to to play this. You know, you just throw a blindfold on or whatever. And it, it, what it is is it's a it's a it's like a like a ping pong ball type thing. And then it's a higher net. And then there's a, a little bell inside. I think it was a little bell inside the the ball. And that's how you track the ball, and it was, it was, uh, I would actually try it, it sounded pretty fun. But, uh, these guys, you know, because they can't see, don't, don't say, don't think they're not competitive, because, you know, they will whoop your ass. You know, there's, there's, there's,
there's nothing, uh, there's nothing handicapped about these guys, they just can't see, that's all, trust me, they will smoke you, and when the lights go out, they'll be able to find their way to the light switch, whereas you will be lost, but, uh, oh my god, just definitely worth a listen to, and, uh, the guy's voice is just amazing, one of my favorite recorded voices out there. So, Marco, glad to hear you. I hope you stick with it. And uh, looking forward to more uh, uh, more cricket. I actually enjoyed the cricket coverage more than the blind table tennis. But the, you know, because I guess because it kind of is like kind of baseball-y. But anyway, take a listen and, uh, you know, definitely give this guy a listen to. When he's, especially when there's a tournament on. Just amazing stuff. Just amazing.